Welcome to the Revival Podcast. I am your host, Jack Gallego, creator of Revival by Jack, aka the best protein cookie you will ever have in your life. I am also a fitness and health lover, a chef, a foodie, and a creative entrepreneur. I love using my passion to craft and empower the intuitive freedom for the fitness-loving, health-adoring foodie at heart who craves knowledge and balance in their day-to-day life. In this podcast, I bring you episodes from myself and many other amazing guests that are going to help you spark your revival and enhance your life through insights on all things wellness, fitness, personal development, and business. So let's get to it. Alrighty, what is up everybody? I just got done having my morning routine with protein coffee. I sat down, I journaled a little bit, even though I really didn't want to. Like, it's I wouldn't say that I, that I didn't want to, but I just didn't feel the drive to really journal this morning. But I made myself anyways because I always know how helpful it is when I just kind of let my soul flow out, even if I don't have the drive to do it. I always, always, always know that it helps me. So I did it anyways. And then right after I did that, I honestly just got like this rush of a brain dump that just was like flowing through my head and I had to write it all down and that is what this podcast is. So that's also one of the reasons why journaling is so powerful. Like it's something that looks like it would be like it wouldn't really do much, but like when you seriously do it and like you're vulnerable about it and just let your soul flow, like magic shit happens. So that's what this podcast is going to be inspired from is everything that I wrote down this morning. So today we're going to be talking about what I learned in the first six months of business because I started this podcast in July of last year of 2018, which is so weird to say that's already 2019. Oh, that's so weird. (laughs) But, um, it's already been six months. And so I just kind of wanted to reflect and just be honest about business type things, because I know, I know that some people think that like this information is confidential. And if I share what worked for me, then other people are going to take it and then they're going to know, or like, I don't want to talk about money because, you know, it's not like an okay thing to talk about in public, but in my world, all of those things are okay to talk about. We all make money. We all buy things. We all have tried to, you know, like sell something at some point in our career. And so I find it to be something that is helpful, especially when I listen to people being open and honest about how they handle money, how they live with money, all this stuff. Like it really inspires me and gives me another perspective. So we're going to be talking about some things that might be uncomfortable at first, but once you get yourself starting to talk about them, okay with talking about them, okay with talking about money, spending money, getting money, giving money, like all that, you, it just, it will make your mindset a lot better about the entire topic. So that was a little spiel. If you couldn't tell, I already had my coffee. <laughs> um, alrighty. So first we're going to get into what did not work for my business in the first six months. And these are kind of like things that I thought would have been like massive impacts. Like, oh my God, when I do this, it's going to be lit. Like I am just going to explode. And that just was not the case. So these are things I really want to share. First off, these are my top five things that didn't work. And I would say the first one, and no, these are in like no descending order, any of that sort. The first one would be sales and discount codes. Those did not work at all, which I mean, 
I thought going into it, oh my God, I put out this Labor Day code. People are going to go crazy. Well, they didn't. Um, just no one ever does. When I give, I probably maybe in the first six months for all my discount codes, maybe people have used like five of them. Like people just don't really use them, which is just something about my audience that I have learned that that's not the way to get their attention. And I kind of really like that because we all value what we're doing and we don't need, my audience doesn't need a sale or a discount code to value what it is. So go audience for that. <laughs> but that's something I thought was going to be huge. And I, I like, I thought it was, so I just tried it. I tried it. I realized my audience doesn't respond to it at all or well or at all and so from there on out like I just don't do them anymore maybe every once in a while I'll still try and bring it back like if it's a holiday or like Black Friday I'll still put it out there but I do know that I'm not going to get that much of a response but this is also only within the first six months of business this could completely change maybe two years from now um and then another thing was, that did not work for me, number two, is saying yes to every single order that came my way. Like when I first, when I first started, let's say the first two months, I was so like hype and just like, I will do absolutely. Like I was not abundant at all. I did not have a good mindset. And I was like, I need money. Like I quit my job. I will say yes to every single order possible, which this is not to say that I'm not grateful for receiving all of these orders. So beyond grateful for all of the orders that I have received up to this point for all the support I've received up to this point. But in the beginning, I would literally like deliver, like drive cookies to people's houses whenever they ordered them. I would not charge them any delivery fee. I would just drive them. And like some people would end up living like 40 minutes away from me, but I would still do it. And that kind of turned into the cycle of me just going to everyone's apartment complex, trying to find out where they live, like, and like they're in their door and trying to like leave stuff like for them. And it just kind of came into a big mess and it was making that part of the process was making re making me resent what I was doing and it wasn't adding value to me. So even though I was getting a ton of sales, I was also lessening my quality of life that I had wanted to reach. Like I wasn't going towards the life that I wanted. I was going towards this. I'm going to resent this. Oh, I hate doing this. Oh, I hate driving. Oh, I hate sitting in traffic. And so I just had to tell myself what was more important, making more money or lessening my quality of life. And for me, my quality of life is huge. So I just started saying no, I had to start saying no in order for my mental health to be back up and in order for me to give more. And, uh, so yeah, that's that one. Saying yes to every single order just didn't work for me mentally. Financially, yeah, I you could say financially it did amazing because I was saying yes to every single thing that came my, my way, but mentally it just, it didn't help me. And so for me, that was something that didn't work. Okay. And Number three was, this is still one of the things that hasn't worked very well, which is shipping to other stores because I also sell my cookies in retail. And I just honestly, like, I just haven't learned how to go about shipping to other locations, whether it be in Florida, whether it be in another state, I just haven't learned how to go about that. And so that's something that like I tried at first, like reach out to a whole bunch of other stores, but I was really confused about how to go about it. And you could tell they were really confused as to how to go about it. So 
that's something that I still really need to learn more about, figure more, figure more out about, and then I can go back into it. I do believe it will 100% work in the future, <clears throat> but right now I just don't, I just don't know. I still, I still have time. It's only been like seven months. So I, I got some time to think about all this. And then, all right. So number four is going to be going along the lines of this. And that is getting into every single store. That was the mindset that I had when I first started selling cookies was I need to get into every single store possible in the Tampa area. I wrote down, like if I showed y'all a list of every, like I have wrote down every single store in Tampa. I wrote down every bar, I wrote down every brewery, I wrote down every coffee shop, I wrote down every cafe, like and their addresses and they're all divided into categories. And I just wanted to get into every single store. And then I realized after taking samples to places, trying to repeatedly talk to people that wouldn't respond to me that, you know, some stores just are not for me. Some stores are not. And I at this point in my life I really want quality relationships rather than a quantiful, a quantiful amount of relationships, if that's even a word, <laughs> but it's just not in line with what I want to do to be in every single store because I know exactly who my ideal customer is and getting into every single store isn't going to help me. And I would rather be in more like intimate settings rather than have my product on every single shelf and it get like lost in the midst of all the other products. Number five is by far my most favorite one, which is not every demo and event has worked out for the best. Um, I have had those nightmare stories where I literally had an event in Miami that I went to um, I had to pay for a hotel in Miami. Like the people who had set it up made it seem like it was going to be the best thing ever. There were going to be so many people there. Even the hotel was interested in wholesaling my products. And like they asked for prices, they asked for information, all this stuff. Like they were buttering me up and I just went for it because I was like, in my mind, I had the fear of going because I live in Tampa. So I had the fear of making this trip to Miami for a one day event and not selling a thing. And then I also had the idea of like, Jack, I need to be abundant. Like I need to think that good things are going to be coming my way if I want them to come my way. So I was really conflicted, but I decided, you know what? I started this business. I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to go. So bought the hotel, made tons of cookies. Like I made over a hundred cookies, um, had the demo, well, the event, and um, I sold one cookie. The hotel after I followed up with them, they never followed up with me. They never returned anything to me. It was the most like defeating experience that I had. And as soon, as soon as it was over, um, I went into my car and I just cried. I cried and cried and cried because no one, like, I just felt like I was being used just to fill up a spot and to make someone else look really, really good because no one at the event was really selling anything. And it was just something that hit me really hard. It made me, I mean, it was a huge learning experience um, just to trust my gut. And my gut had told me like, mm, like you might want to think about this. Maybe this isn't the best decision for you. And so that showed me a lot just about taking risks and really, really being 
how do you even want to say that? Like really being logical about it because I am a small business. Like that hurt me so bad. That was, you know, money for my rent, money for my bills, money for this. And so that was one of the experiences that I definitely learned a lot from, but they did not work for me. So in order to lighten up the mood right here, we're going to talk about the five things that did work for me in the first six months of business. And the first one going on the contrary of that because I said some demos or events, but what has worked for me mostly in the first six months is demo and events. So I know it's kind of like, what, like you said, they didn't work. Now they do work, but the ones that do work are the ones that are more local that I have relationships with the store owners that I'm doing stuff, uh, CrossFit gyms, CrossFit gyms. I absolutely love doing demos at. I love CrossFit people. If you are into CrossFit and you're listening to this, I love you so much. Y'all love to work out. Y'all love good food. Like, oof, y'all are just my people. So doing demos and events has been huge. And it's something that I thought wouldn't be huge for me because I did farmer's markets back when I was like 18. And honestly, like they were just such a shit show. First off, I started out with selling chocolates in Florida outside in the summer. Like just the, the, like if you could pick the last thing that would make sense to sell in Florida outside in the summer, it would be chocolates. And that's obviously what I picked. And I also didn't have like the business mindset behind it. I was just kind of doing it for fun. I didn't really have a plan, but I just kept losing so much money because farmers markets charge you a pretty penny. So if you're not selling something high priced or in a massive quantity, it just doesn't really make sense financially marketing wise. Yes. But as like your ideal client needs to be at that market in order for that marketing to, for that part to make sense for you to suffer like a financial loss from it. Um, so demos and events have been huge for me, stuff I want to do a lot more, like CrossFit competitions, want to find out how to do more of those, want to figure out how to do more competition style settings, because it's just a lot of fun. And I get to, I get to actually like sit, like stand there and talk with people and see their reactions to when they eat something, you know, some people don't like it. And that's fine. Like my product isn't for everyone. And I just, I kind of think it's funny because, you know, I don't want my product to be for everyone. Like I want to have a niche market. And so then when I see the people that do love it, like we just get to talk about it and I just get to feel my element. So that's something that has been huge for me that I'm going to continue to do. And number two is going to be that something that worked for me really, really well is having quality relationships. And this kind of goes in line with what didn't work for me, which was trying to get into every single store. But what has been huge for me is just focusing on quality, like paying attention to the stores that I'm in, giving them my undivided attention, building relationships with them, asking them about their day, not just being a salesman, but being their friend because I genuinely want to. I genuinely care about their store success. I genuinely care if the, you know, the cookies aren't selling. I want to figure out a way that we can sell them or, you know, ways that we can we can provide more like for our customers and focusing on that has been really big for me because like mentally as well, because I don't, that's how I want to be in business. Like even if I'm in a hundred stores, I want to know every store owner's name. I want to know their story. I want to know what they do for fun. Like I want to know so much more about them rather than just business because I'm in this for the long run. I'm not in this to just make a pretty penny from you. Like I don't, I don't find, um, I don't find any peace of mind knowing that I'm just making money from you and I have no idea who you are. Like, 
that's just, that's not the business I want to have. And that's why I like that. I'm kind of starting so niche down because that's really, really how I see myself wanting to progress, being limited in selection to where I am and just really focusing on, on, on also companies that I can stand behind. I can be like, yes, you can shop at Extreme Body or Discount Nutrition and have complete trust and faith and the people who work there and their mission and their visions. And it's just like, I can stand behind them and it makes it so much easier to be able to, you know, promote them and advertise for them and feel good about my product being in their stores. So having those quality relationships, even when it comes to, I would say collaborating, like collaborating on Instagram, reaching out to people, um, sending influencers cookies, but not just sending them and never talking to them again, like actually caring about how they liked it. And then also on top of that, like talking to them about their normal life, like, hey girl, how are you doing? Like I saw that you had a really shitty day today. Like I hope you feel better. Stuff like that. It's not just about getting that one sale. If you're just working towards that one sale, you're gonna be really fucking miserable because people want relationships. They want truth, they want rawness, they want you to just be a damn person. So if you're trying to be this robotic, like, hey, how was that sale? <laughs> Did you like it? <laughs> like no one's gonna no one's gonna um respond to that at all. Or there's not gonna be any longevity in it. So I advise you if you are trying to start a business, um if you are trying to succeed, focus on adding quality to your relationships. And once you start doing that, you don't need a million, but focus on getting quality relationships. And that will be a huge game changer for you. For you. And I'm super excited to announce number three because something that has worked for me really, really well are my podcasts. I'm super hype about doing podcasts. I like it because I stutter. Sometimes I get jitters. Sometimes I have to like take a break, catch my words. Some, yeah, like sometimes I need water. So I got to take a little sip of water, but it's just raw. Like I just, I love being able to come up on here, share my ideas with y'all, share other people with y'all. And that also goes into collaborating. It's a great, great way to, for me, especially to meet more people. And then when I meet those people to share them with y'all because I know the people that I meet are also going to be someone that is going to enhance your life, change your life in some way. And being an entrepreneur, like it's something that gives me a lot of me time, a lot, but not necessarily like me self-care time. It's just me working by myself time. So it's really nice to have these, have this podcast and be able to reach out to people and just, and just kind of meet more people because before I started doing this business, I was extremely introverted, like so freaking introverted, so shy. You can ask the store owners that I'm in. They pointed this out the other day. They were like, you have really come out of your shell. And it's like, I have to, like at the end of the day, if you're in charge of your business, if you're going to act shy and like basically in the nicest way possible, be a little bitch, like no one's going to want to order anything from you. They're just like, if you feel uncomfortable, you're going to make other people feel uncomfortable. And that's what I noticed in the beginning was my, my awkwardness, my shyness was making people not feel 100% confident in what it was that I was selling. So I had to own my shit. Like I had to man the fuck up and stand behind what I am promoting, what I'm selling. And so doing podcasts is something that's really helped me come out of my shell, meet more people. I still get jitters. Like when I interview people too, like I just, I, it's normal, but I don't see my jitters as being bad. I just see them as like my 
my body's way of telling me like, yo, get ready. Cause you're making like, you're making shit happen. <laughs> but I've also gotten a lot of like engagement and responses and people reaching out about my podcast. Like with YouTube, I never really had that much engagement, but with podcasts, so many people reach out to me. They'll tell me that they loved listening to it, that they like binge listen to all of my episodes before you're amazing. <laughs> but it's just, it's really, it's really cool to see the engagement. Cause that's what I want. Again, this goes in with quality relationships. Like you want engagement to have a successful business. And I'm going to move on to number four, which is being hella consistent. Like whatever it is you do, as long as you're consistent about it, then you're going to be successful with it. Like you, if you are trying to post on Facebook, be consistent posting on Facebook. If you want to post on Instagram, be consistent. If you want to engage on Instagram, be consistent, make time for it out of each and every day, whatever it is that you're doing. If you're in stores, be consistent, go to them, like go to them weekly, go to them bi-weekly, whatever it is, just be consistent in whatever it is that you are doing. Because if you are all over the place, say you have 20 limited edition flavors and you can't figure out what the fuck, which one like you want to sell, like everyone's going to be confused. If you aren't consistent, if you aren't organized in your head, there's no way that your customer is going to be able to be organized in their own head. And then I'm going to move on to my last one. The last thing that did really, really work for me in the first six months of business was doing giveaways. All of this, if you have noticed, everything that has worked for me involves building relationships with people, getting outside of my comfort zone, speaking with people and doing the dirty work. So the last one is giveaways, which I, I only have done, I want to say I've done like three, but the last giveaway I did was crazy because I got the most response that I have ever, like ever since I started doing them, which is just really cool to see because I remember the first giveaway I did shout out to anyone who entered. There was like six or eight people, which I was super thankful for. I was like, hell yeah, I got eight people that commented on this. Woo. And, um, now I think I got like 40, which is just shows so much growth for me, shows so much engagement, shows so many people being vulnerable and going out of their way to like tag their friends. Because I'll be honest, on every giveaway I see, I don't enter into it because I don't feel comfortable in like adding my friends onto it. I don't know if y'all have had the similar feeling, but when people do comment on giveaways, I'm like, wow, you like, you really took a chance. You really went out there. And this is something that you feel confident enough to share with your friends. So giveaways are something that I definitely want to continue to do because it helps me meet more people. It helps me engage with more people. And an important thing to do with giveaways is like when people comment on your stuff, especially if you're trying to hold a business, if you're trying to build your growth and engagement on Instagram, if people comment on your stuff, you got to reply don't just like it. Like maybe if you get to the point where you have like thousands and thousands, but if you have a manageable amount, reply and say something that actually makes sense to what the person is telling you. Not just like you go girl, you got this girl, a slay. Like you don't want to just build it up with stuff like that. Like when you genuinely connect with people, they'll be able to tell because there's some people I've responded to and like actually been detailed about what it is that I'm saying. And they're like, oh my God, I can't believe that you actually reached out to me. I'm like, yeah, like, why wouldn't I? You're taking the time to like make an order. You're taking the time to comment on my stuff, learn more about my life. Like I'm going to take the time to learn about yours. So that's something that people 
really, really noticed. So to finish up and like wrap up everything that I've learned, there has been, there have been quite a lot of people who have asked me like, do I need a website? Do I need this? Do I need this? Like I've, I've seen more people reaching out to me lately, which is really, really cool. And I always love like helping in any way that I can. I don't know everything. I always make sure I start off with that. But what I do know, like I'm more than willing to share. Um, because if not, like you can just go on Google and type this in. I'm sure you'll probably get a similar answer. But um, some of the things that I've been asked, I tried to consolidate and I formed a list of things that you do not need in order to start a business. And this is just like little things. There's probably a bunch more, but these are just a few things that come to my mind when, or the like the most frequent things that I hear. So when you want to start a business, you do not need a ton of money. Like you don't need it. There's no reason why you have to. I know some people who are like, I need at least 10 grand saved up before I can start a business. Why, why the hell do you need 10 grand? What I tell people is, be resourceful, be efficient with your money, especially if you're starting food. Like I started a cookie company that involves a lot of startup costs. I had to get licensing. I had to obviously test the recipes. I had to buy the packaging. I had to, um, uh, get a contract with a kitchen. Like there was a lot of fees that added up and you know what? I got a credit card, started building up that credit because if you're in this for the long run, you're going to pay that credit off. So get a credit card, spend some money that you do. Like you don't have to spend everything on credit, but be resourceful. Look for the best product. Look for the most like the, the product that makes the most sense. And that does take time. But if you're wanting to save money, then spend the time. You know what I mean? And, um, something, something that I hear all the time is that I need a website in order to start making sales. Like I need to make a website. I need to make a website. Well, news flash when I didn't have a website, my first two months, I made more than I just now hit my cap this month. Woo -woo. I just now like outdid my first two months of business and my first two months of business. I had no website. I had nothing. I would do everything through PayPal. I would text message like people and people would do it. So do not think that you have to have a website because honestly, the first, like right after I got my website, it was probably like month. I want to say it would be like month three or four no one even freaking used it. They would keep asking. They would keep texting me like, hey, can I send you PayPal? I was like, yo, I got a website for this reason because everyone kept telling me to get one. And I didn't do it like specifically because of that. I knew eventually I would really, really want one. And it would just, not that I necessarily needed it, but it would make my life so much easier with wholesaling products, with posting blogs, with posting podcasts. But it's not something that was crucial to my success in the immediate beginning. Like do not stress getting a website, stress, building those relationships, making those sales, and then go to the website. Um, something that also doesn't work that I've noticed, maybe this is just for me, but, uh, just posting every single day on Instagram for my business account, it just doesn't work because, I don't feel inspired like every single day to say something that is going to be like, that's going to make sense. And I'm also not going to just post something that completely came from a non-inspirational place. And I've noticed that there's been some weeks where, you know, I've tried to, I've been like, you know what, I need to post every single day this week, get even more engagement. And then I try and it's just not reciprocated because my audience, like y'all know when I'm 
when I'm being me or when I'm being forcefully me or like when I'm just like trying way too hard, it's very obvious. But that's something I've noticed that I just like to post when I feel inspired. I don't, I don't make myself post every single day. If I don't post on a Monday, like the world is over, I post quality content and people really notice that. And I haven't seen my engagement like go down at all. When I do post, I still get the same engagement, if not more, and it's increasing. So don't think that you have to post just like a nice photo every single day in order to grow your account because it's not about the numbers. It's about the relationships that you're building behind all those numbers. And then another thing that goes into that, which you do not need, is 10K followers. Every single person thinks they just need like a million freaking followers in order to have a successful business. No, you don't. I personally feel like I have a very successful business and I have like four, 450 followers. Some like come and go every other day, I guess because they just, they, they don't know how to make up their mind, but, but, um, you, you do not need that. Get that out of your head. There's no reason why you need millions of followers. There's just, there's just not. And, um, the last thing that does not work that, that will let you don't need when you're trying to start a business is you do not need everyone's ideas. And I know that kind of sounds bad, but let me, let me explain because when you are starting your business, for example, I cannot tell you how many people have reached out to me and they're like, you need to make a keto cookie. You need to make a sugar-free cookie. You need to make this type of cookie, this type of cookie, this type of cookie. If I were to listen to every single person's idea and take it, I would have not a cook. I would not have my cookie company. Like you just need to remember that you're not meant to please every single person. You have an idea, you have a vision, stick with that idea and vision because there's going to be so many people trying to tell you, you should do this. Oh, I've had people tell me if you made a keto cookie, you would make millions. Well, I don't have the passion to make a keto cookie. It's not like I see anything wrong with it. I just, I don't have the passion and the drive for it. Like I want to make what I want to make. And I know there are people who will receive that but you just have to really harness on to what it is your why what you want to do how you want to do it and just do not let all of these you know all these thoughts and ideas flow at you and change what it is that you want because trust me you will get a lot of them so lastly to finish up this last six months of business the things that you do need or the things that I realized that I needed more than anything, more than absolutely anything. The first one that I needed is to have a healthy mindset. Like I cannot stress how much you have to value your mind. Like I'm getting chill. I'm not even kidding. I wish y'all could see me. I am getting chill. I have my, my Buddha tattoo is, is like has the goosebumps all over me, but, <laughs> but, um, you have to have a healthy mindset. I'm just going to keep repeating that. You have to have a healthy mindset. The first month of January, the first month, we're in the first month, oh my God. <laughs> the, um, the first few weeks of January, I had so many goals. I was going to do X, Y, Z. I was going to finish my cookbook immediately. I was going to spend three hours or at least four hours working on it every single day. And then I met with my business coach I'm having, a, I'm having a conversation with her and we just started talking about my psoriasis, how it had been flaring up really bad. It hadn't been that bad since I was like 10 years old and she just stopped the conversation and she was like, Jack, you are not caring for yourself. Like that's why you're not 
accomplishing what you want to accomplish. That's why you're not feeling accomplished. That's why you're, you're not like financially lined up to where you want to be because you are mentally not in the right spot. And it took me, it took me about like a week and a half to get my mind back, right? Get back into my routine, get back into my self care and to really, really focus on my quality of life again. And that is so huge. Like you, when you start a business, maybe when you start a new career, even you need emotional support. We are human. We need those relationships. Like I love my dog, Luna. I love her. I can talk to her about anything, but I need a person to speak to a friend, you know, a mother, a brother, a coworker, something of that sort. Like you need those people that are going to realize when you're not being you and also go out of their way to say, Hey, this isn't right. You need to change what it is that you're doing because you need to be successful. You need to be healthy. If your business wants to be healthy, if your business wants to be successful, there's no way it's going to fucking happen. If you don't work on your mind, your heart, your soul, and pay your time, the attention. One of the things that my business coach has taught me is the more money I make, the more time I need to give to myself, the more energy I, I, give the the more energy I get from people, the more money, energy, money is energy. So the more energy I get from people, the more energy I need to give to myself, the more energy I need to save for myself and harness. And that has been really, really big for me because the times in my life when I have, you know, hit my financial goals, goals better than ever is when I feel abundant, when I feel as though I'm not living in a scarcity mindset. And I also have those reminders like journaling, like self-care, like working out, like winding down, having a cutoff time for my work, not just trying to grind, 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 but also trying to enjoy my quality of life. So healthy mindset above all, that's number one. That's a hundred percent what you need in order to have a successful business. And then another thing that you need to have, obviously, is a good product. You need a good product. You don't want it to be like shit because you do want people to buy it. But what goes into that is every product is already created in this world. I just made a post about this on Instagram about being copied because I have seen some of the stuff I do personally, like my verbiage on like my websites or any stuff like that. Like I've literally seen it be copy and pasted and it's like stuff that, you know, like I know how I talk and it's like literally verbatim my verbiage. And so at the end of the day though, there's already every single thing in this world is already created. Every song is written. Every dance is already made. Every cookie is already made. Every ingredient is already discovered. Like at the end of the day, it's not your product that's going to, it's not that your product is one, the 100% most like unique product the world has ever seen. It's you. Like you need to be authentic authentically you in order to sell a product because anyone can sell that product. Anyone can take that idea. Anyone can take your recipe. Anyone can take your branding, your marketing, all that stuff, but they cannot take you. They cannot take your vibe. They cannot take the personality behind it. And that's what people are going to buy into. They don't want to buy into a freaking carbon copy. Like when I first started, I just was like really insecure and just like my whole life growing up, I was so insecure trying to be somebody else. But I just kind of realized like, I say this last year was like my biggest growth when it came to my confidence and my insecurity and all that. And I just realized like, I don't need to be anybody else. And I know some people find that out earlier, but I was always like, I want to be like her. I want to be like her. The world already has 
already has those people that you are comparing yourself to. It already has those people. Why would you want to be, try and be that same exact person? Be you, be authentically you. I don't care if it's awkward. I don't care if it's weird. I don't care if it's quirky. I don't care if maybe you're like overly eccentric. Just be you because that is something that people will never, ever, ever be able to copy. And if they do, then they're going to look a little crazy though. <laughs> like If they really do. And something, um, something you truly, truly need to do in order to achieve in business is to do the dirty work. I have seen like friends try to start businesses or people try and start businesses and they hold it off for a really long time because they don't want to do the dirty work. They want to wait till they have a team to do the dirty work. They want to wait till they can hire people to, um, to facilitate the dirty work. Like that is never going to get you anywhere. If you want to start a business, you got to be willing to do the dirty work. I bake when I have my bake days on Wednesdays. Sometimes I'll bake for up to like six to seven hours by myself, 100%. Like I'll be doing 500 cookies, 100% by myself. Is it the most fun thing in the entire world? Ah, I wouldn't say it's the most fun thing. I do really, really enjoy it. Obviously why I made this company, but that's the dirty work. It's the manual labor. It's washing dishes. It's leaning over. It's lifting up heavy ass containers. It's doing all of that grueling work all by myself. But I know that that grueling work is going to get me to where I want to be. Not just because it's my product, but because I know that I need to do the work in order to further appreciate that moment when I do finally have a team. And when I do have a team, I'm going to know exactly how it fucking feels to do all of that grueling work. I'm going to be able to sympathize. I'm be able to delegate. I'm be able to just be a much better leader because I know exactly what goes into what it is, what it goes into their, what they're doing. And then lastly, in order to wrap this up a little bit, um, the last thing that I truly believe that you need to do in order to have a successful business is to have an organized structure, not like business plan. Like I do believe you do need like somewhat of a business plan, but again, I've seen people who create these elaborate ass plans saying they're going to make like six digits their first year. Well, they still haven't made them because it was just all numbers that they just, they spent so much time working on this business plan. They didn't actually work on the business. So yes to the business plan a little bit, like with some grain of salt. Um, but again, like your first year, I feel like you're going to completely change what your plan is, what your growth is, what your tactics are. So I wouldn't spend too much on that, but I would say having an organized structure for how you want your day set up is huge because you, when you get into entrepreneur mode, when you get into wanting to start business mode, you want to do every single fucking thing you possibly can every single day of the week. Like you're superwoman, like Superman, like you can do anything, like nothing in this world can bring you down. Well, girl, boy, I'm here to tell you that ain't true because you are human. Like you will, you'll basically just drain yourself as much as you possibly can until you start resenting it until until you turn into like complete zombie mode. And when you are a business owner, your energy is so damn important. So it's very, very crucial that you allocate your time wisely, that you set goals for yourself every single day, that you time block, that you say, you know what? I only want to work on this for three hours today because I need to do these three other things. That has something that's been really huge for me. I usually just make my schedules in Google Calendar and each week I'll plan out like exactly what I want to accomplish, exactly what days I want to accomplish it on. And you know what? Sometimes like 
I'm human and I don't get all of them accomplished every single day. So then I kind of have like a, a miscellaneous hour section that I just created. So all the things that I really didn't get to, now I have time to get to them in my miscellaneous section. But doing stuff like that and just making sure that you're staying on top of what you want to do. Also, not giving yourself a million tasks. I say give yourself three three to five tasks that you want to do. Three really, really big ones, and then two maybe like smaller ones, but you still need to do them. You just need to write them down so that you don't forget. But I say three to five tasks every single day that you want to accomplish. And just start going from there because you don't want to overload yourself. You want to give yourself all that energy so that you can give it to other people. Because when you start getting into business, you'll notice your business is not going to succeed if you aren't internally succeeding mentally, physically, however that may be for you, however that looks for you. But above all, above anything I have said in this entire podcast, focus on your mindset above everything because your mindset is so freaking important. Your energy, that's your energy. That's your authenticity. Like your energy is literally everything, your mindset, how you feel, you know, that is going to translate in every single thing that you do. So if you do need help, getting back that healthy mindset. I do have tons of journaling prompts available on my blog, on my website at revivalbyjack.com where you can access those. You can start doing a little morning journaling session. I see that as being a great place to start. I have my morning routine journal prompts all lined out so that you can follow along with them. And I even put in like little blurbs of how to think about the question, how to respond to the question. Cause a bunch of people have reached out to me and I know journaling at first is really awkward. It's kind of weird. Cause you're like, eh, this is kind of like, I'm just like writing down like this feels like fifth grade. But if you go into it with the right mindset. I promise magic shit will happen. That's what this podcast is all about. So thank y'all so, so much for tuning into this episode. I cannot wait to see how y'all like it and what y'all would like to learn more about. So enjoy the rest of your day, guys. Thank you so, so much for tuning into today's episode of the Revival Podcast. If you thoroughly enjoyed it just as much as I believe you did, please make sure that you go and leave a review on my iTunes and let me know all of your thoughts. And make sure to stay tuned to even more episodes that are going to continue to drip all the gold in the world.